This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? I ain't have time to edit or change it yet, but welcome. Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my number one co-host. Not Deion Sanders, but prime time. Yo, yo. Usually, I, I, I you know, I, I probably just won't say it with too much emphasis, but we prime time was showing out this weekend, man. For those who out there who watch football, college football, see what Deion's doing on the college scene right now, bro, it's a, it, it's, it's amazing. That team only won one game last season. Ooh. One game. Now they three and zero. That's automatically an improvement. So, you know, all you got to do... Say what? He going off, ain't he? You said they going off? Yeah. Yeah, you damn right they going off. So, you know... But, uh, yeah, it's, it's us today. So, welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. And, man, I know we've been gone for about a week or so, so glad to be back here. And we got some things that we got to talk about because a lot lot of things is going on in Russell, a lot of things. And especially the, the internet just can't stop talking about it, bro. We got uh, Jay Cargill leaving AEW. We got the, is the Rock come back for WrestleMania 40. Impact celebrated 1,000 episodes. Nitro couldn't even do that. WCW couldn't even do that. Impact has found a way to stay alive. You know what I'm saying? So, that is a... Huh? I don't know how. What you mean you don't know how? I don't know. I don't know where they getting this money from. I don't know who. I don't know. But I'm telling you, it's going to be them cockroaches left, bro. It is. But, uh... So... Yeah, we got we got things to talk about. Oh, and also, I finally did see the new uh, Kurt Kurt Angle documentary. Mm-hmm. I have to say, man, it 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 is it is really good. Yeah, I heard people saying it was good. It, I, you know, honestly, I'm gonna go off the limb here, and I'm gonna probably say that I think it's a uh, better than Cody's. It might be. I haven't seen Cody's in X. I should. I should oh, watch no, it. no, 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 no. Excuse me. Don't get me wrong. Cody has a uh, has a good a good one, but like uh, my wife, she she pointed out something that that makes a lot of sense. That Cody does have a flair of the dramatics a little bit. Uh, are you Are you think so? Oh, you. Do- <laughs> oh, whoa, a little bit. <laughs> That's what you're wrong. Yeah, Not a little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Cody got the flair of the dramatics, so that that is like okay. He adds a lot of that in the documentary. Kurt Angle is like straightforward, and he's very humble and open and honest about it. About it, you know, he don't did argue. He, did he, he have the beard in this? 
No, I mean, they interview him how he looks today. So he had the beard. Well, okay, not too, uh, not too much today, but you know he had a beard. Okay, 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 okay. No, but uh, we talk about Perk Angle and <laughs> Death, and, and you know it's funny because Lady Sketch, uh, my, wife, my wife, she was just like, "Oh, they talk about TNA." A little bit, yeah. Okay, actually, okay. you you do see some TNA footage. Is it? Oh, uh, it's got to be the footage where he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 peak per per angle right there. Yeah, no, uh, unfortunately we 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 don't get that, but uh, yeah, we do get some get some TNA in there, and then when we was watching, which we we will talk about later on in the podcast, my, my wife was just like, it's like the white Bobby Brown. He his uh, his story is just deep, bro. A little bit, a little bit, a, a little, bro, a little bit. No, we, we, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about a little bit like the white Bobby Brown. I don't think he's been shot at. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Okay, we get that for you. But I mean, th- this man been through some shit too. I'm just like, yeah. hey, this man got a got a story, and um, mm-hmm. uh, and the, even Ric Flair was like, this story makes you look. My story looked like I'm like Ric Flair's to stop, stop, stop. Whatever you about to say, stop right now, because you know I'm pretty sure you're not adding the the swinging dick in your story. But anyway. Well, we, uh, we, we, you know, we didn't get Hulk Hogan's document yet. You know, that's going to top them all. Oh, you know? God. It's going to be three hours <laughs> oh, of I, lying. I saw this dude named Thanos, brother. I was like, I'm not letting you take over the country. It's, talk about his Hulk, Hulk Hogan pasta brother in this beachfront house and how he met Elvis after Elvis died. At Wembley Stadium and the boy stinking. Like, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be th- it's kinda like that that Joe Rogan interview. You can you can't get through it. Mm-hmm. You can't go fifteen you minutes can get in it. Through it. You can laugh through it because it's definitely Yeah, definitely I mean funny. it's like eventually like you laugh at the beginning. After a while you're like, yo, bro, my head is shaking right now. Like I gotta turn this off <laughs> because you just can't be getting through that kind of stuff, man. But uh mm-hmm. yeah. We got all that stuff to cover, so make sure you guys check out the No Gimme See the Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Check out Drunk Thoughts, Silver Tongues, and Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. All them great podcasts that we do. Make sure you check that out. Also, when it comes to my main man, Primetime here, him and his main man, Lee Boy TV, do the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. So at the moment, they can't podcast at the moment, but you guys should check out the retro episodes. I don't know if y'all did that new episode that she was talking about. Uh, We did. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Do Do you want to sell it, or you're not allowed to? No, I didn't. I didn't put it out yet. So we, you know, we recorded it. We just didn't put it out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm saying yeah. So, but still, they got good content on there. So stay tuned for all that. You still got our episode saved in the vault, don't you? Yes. Okay. I, I just want to make sure like you ain't trashed. I, I would just say I would just say the episode that we recorded uh, was a hip hop 50th hip hop related episode. So. Oh well, that will definitely make Lady Sketch happy then. Yeah, I can see that. D- definitely make Lady Sketch happy. So, why don't we just get uh right on into the news here? Uh, so we'll we'll start off with this because this this is going around. My girl Jay Cargill, you know I love me some Jay Cargill, mm-hmm. and Jay Cargill, my gosh, she 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 look she look good, she look pretty, but then. Uh, if you guys remember back at what I want to say it was double or nothing, where Chris Statlander returned, 
and she beat Jay Cargill for a quick open challenge that she had for the TBS championship. And yep. she's been TBS champion ever since. And Jade hasn't been nowhere to be seen. And she just was gone. She was gone for a couple months. And she was putting out cryptic tweets saying that, you know, it's it's kind of peaceful not being in the wrestling business or, or, or something alluding to that. I'm not saying it verbatim like she's saying it. But she she was saying that. I was like, man, I miss Jay Cargo. I want to know when Jay Cargo is going to come back. Then all of a sudden, these rumors start started coming up. Talk about some Jay Cargill's leaving AEW. I'm like, why is she even here? So I didn't really pay no attention to that because rumors come every single day about somebody's leaving, somebody's coming in. I said, okay, well, Jay not even back yet. So Chris Statlander just defended her uh, TBS championship in an open challenge against, uh, God, what's her name? Robin Renegade. And Jay really? Car, you 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 heard me right, Robin Renegade from the Renegade Twins. I'm like, what? Right. Have you not heard of the the uh, Renegade Twins? No, I heard of that's I heard of the Renegade Twins. That's why I said why them. Because yeah, exactly because Robin Renegade was the one to answer her open challenge. I was like, got Tony Khan, bro. I'm just like, this man. I don't know if I, I know you probably didn't see Dynamite. Or collision this week, but he had two back-to-back open challenge matches for the same title on each show. Yeah. Yeah. John Moxley had an open I- challenge for the inter- in- in- international championship, and Chris Statlander had an open challenge for the TBS championship, both on Dynamite and in Collision. In that order, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> "Okay, so." Last week, I'm did sorry. Last see, week, did, yeah. did you see the the mess up that they did? I heard Keith Lee botched something. So yeah, so like, there was like a before his promo, that was like a interview take twenty seven, and then they did the clap thing, and then they did it. They just did it, and they left it in. Oh my god, are you serious? And then later in the night, they did it again. Well, I think that was on purpose because they messed up the first time. Oh Lord, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta. I'm probably gotta go go check this thing. I didn't get a chance to see Collision yesterday because literally I was doing everything else but watching Collision and getting ready for the game. <laughs> but so then Jay Cargo makes her return, attacks Chris Statlander, and I was like, okay, Jay, they're gonna probably come back for a program. But then, but then those rumors started really coming up as confirmations, like, hey, Jay Cargo's leaving to come to WWE. Like this is happening. She's leaving when that contract expires, and then she's coming to WWE. And I was like, are we serious? And then everybody on the line was talking about Jay Cargill versus Bianca. I'm like, that's not going to happen, but I'll get into that in just a second. But, um, yeah, she comes here. I was like, okay. So I I was I still was, like, apprehensive, but it was now being talked about it on Fightful and you know, Russell Common, all this, all this kind of stuff that they were on these different wrestling sites, they were talking about that. So then, on Rampage, of all places, right? Jay Cargill. Yeah, I was like, I want to do that on Rampage. I was like, seriously? On Rampage, which they already pre recorded, Chris Statlander mm-hmm. goes up against Jay Cargill for the TBS championship. And they actually had a decent match. 
They actually had a, a they, they got time because it was on Rampage, of course, and they, they had a decent match. And then Chris Statlander beat Jay Cargo clean, and Jay Cargo put over Chris Statlander as she's leaving because that, that that's what she would do if you're leaving. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she she's really walking out the door. And I was like, damn, Tony Khan, you kind of lost one there. I don't know what happened or why Jay didn't want to resign. Maybe it was some of that backstage locker room drama that um homegirl was talking about a couple months ago that we talked about it it could have been i i don't i don't necessarily know the status of why that is the case but now the reports are coming in that she is she's she's uh, about to come to the performance center this week like really i i i you know i i just was so taken aback by this news but I am curious to hear, like, when it comes to you, Prime, when you hear the news about Jay Cargill leaving and coming uh, to WWE, like, what, what, what's your take on that? So, I actually don't have no problem with her leaving because uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, she'll get, like, a, a fair shake. Not that she didn't get a fair shake in, in uh, AEW, but I feel like there could be different people to help her out here, too, that can you know, give her a chance. Like, as long as, look, as long as we don't overdo Natalia, I'm fine. Overdo Natalia, Charlotte, I'm fine. Because I'm pretty sure Natalia is going to be the one to train her. Yeah. Or help train her. Or, or her or uh, TJ or uh, Tyson Kidd or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to see Natalia wrestle her 15th. I don't need to see all that, okay? No, no, I, I do agree. You want to have to change your finisher as well. Because everybody does the jaded. Well, I'm just saying Beth Phoenix. Right? Say what? Because of Beth Phoenix. Well, she might not have to. Well, number one, like, okay, I don't mind her going to WWE. But everybody was talking about, because, you know, Jade and Bianca are similar. I'm just kind of like, I'm like, hold on, y'all. I want y'all to chill for a minute. This is coming from somebody who's a, who is a Jade Cargill fan here. Okay, I'm, I'm going I'm to say, say this right now. Jade is not on Bianca's level. No. She's not. And, and, and everybody keeps saying, WrestleMania 40, Jade versus Bianca. I'm like, no. If Jade no, comes to WWE, I, she's I going to say, NXT. I, I don't think so. You know that she's going to NXT? No, because she has she has something that I think they can work. They'll rather work with her in the ring and just let her be on TV because she, she already has like a presence. That other people don't have naturally. Jay naturally has a presence. I okay. I, I I get what you're saying with that, but also when it comes to recent NXT, they have been using stars with big names to help get that that show some numbers. When Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton just had their matchup, they pour almost not over nine hundred seventy four thousand viewers. For NXT, and then their match alone was like they hit a million. NXT ain't never hit them kind of numbers, and that yeah, is. But I just, I just, even the people, but the people that they have in NXT as well. I just think Jade will work better with the main roster people because NXT people there are still a lot of like people that are up and coming, while like people on the main roster can help Jade get better. Yeah, but so can but okay, I, I I do get that also, but also Jade needs some polishing. See the thing about Jay Cargill when she was in a like he, what Tony Khan did was he just did the Goldberg treatment. Jay got over, 
Uh, at first, she started getting old because first of all, she got the look. She's she's first of all, she's beautiful. She's chiseled from stone. Okay, she has. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's probably all she needed to get to the like. She probably she bypassed NXT. Yeah, no, no, I, I mean, I, I do I do agree with you. But how? Because what, what I was going to say was that she has all that. But however, then it went from just just getting like. Uh, being dominant and getting wins into creating a character for herself like that, that the whole baddies that thing got over people was liking the baddies you had people in the back uh taking pictures with the baddies like that that whole group I would... mean, let's, let's be honest let's be honest though if she do go to nxt you ain't know the baddies are gonna be last legend at jacar jackson Oh, absolutely, abs, absolutely. After they get done with the metaphor, but see, I like them with, with the metaphor though. Unfortunately, I mean, as right now, that group is 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 selling me. I like that. However, I mean, it actually may be homegirl that's hanging out with Dana Brooke right now. I'll be honest with you, but I don't even know who that is. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, when it comes to like, like if she want to do the bands again, it would be you know, yeah, Miss Jackson and and, and uh, Last Legend. But however, neither here, neither here or there. When she had the baddies, that group was good. And I think they ended the baddies way too early, and I was like, I I, I don't know what their prop what what Tony Khan was thinking and trying to put her with Sto- Stokely Hathaway, then with this uh with the other guy I forgot what was his name, um, Mark Sterling. Yeah, Mark Sterling. They, they, they kind of put her with that, saying well, she don't need to do all that. And then after a while, it just kind of got stale, and they, they they just stuck Layla Gray in there with her because she had nothing else to do. And she created, the, and she had no rivalries. They didn't do nothing for her, but she is like each time she got some rush, she's getting a little bit better. But one thing Jay needs, like Jay has the look, she has all that. But when you come to the main roster, when you got like Bianca, Becky, Charlotte, Rhea, those names I just mentioned alone is way out of Jay's league. Mm-hmm. They're way out of her league. And then now, with the return of Nia Jax, as we just seen on Raw, ugh. And we have, of course, you have, like, Natalya. Then you have Shotzi, Bailey, and Damage Control, and Asuka. And all those women that I just named, minus Nia Jax. Jay's not even in their league right now. She's not in their league. She has to look, and you can learn a lot, but you can also learn a lot from NXT. She got to get more reps in. That's the only thing Tony Khan built her, but she wasn't getting nearly as many reps because she would be on like a wish street. Oh, well, I have a question. I have a question. Okay. So she goes from somewhere to AEW that don't have nowhere for people to train to WWE where they have a performance center that's twenty four seven. You don't think she can get her reps from the performance center? I'm, when, when I say reps, I, I'm I'm talking about those reps too. But I'm talking about NXT is about learning everything when it comes to. The cameras, the promos, your character, then of course your programs and stuff like that. That's all what NXT is about. Her working under Shawn Michaels, and that, and because he's NXT right now, he controls the NXT. Her working under Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is very talented, and look what he has done in making sure Carmelo stays at the top. Mm-hmm. So, him, her working under. Shawn Michaels and her working under the the backstage talent they had because it ain't like no main roster people was not going to come down there and help her out. But uh, it, uh, yes, they will. Yes, they will. No, I, I say I say it's not like they won't. Oh, 
it, it's, say, it feels it feels everybody else they probably won't, but it's Jay. Like, yeah, I'm it, saying like, it, it, it's not like Jay that. Jay, Jay is probably like I want to say like when a seasoned person goes to NXT when they could have easily bypassed it. Not to say that Jay could easily bypass it, obviously. But I'm saying like they go to NXT take to like Joe and NXT to help NXT talent. Yeah, like what I see is I can even see something that. Becky Lynch puts over Jade in NXT, and she can be a dominant women's champion in NXT. And, and right now, that everybody that tries to go through Jade, uh, she runs, she runs through them like like Oscar ran through NXT, and then it's like, okay, we got to get Jade up here. Oh, so I don't know. Man. I, well, I don't know. But I'm saying, but hold on, it, it don't even have to be as long as that. But I'm just saying, but even still. Those women that she can be down there working with, those women can help her run the reps. That she can help go out there and do things more on her own, get the group together. Like you said, I would love to see a baddies with her last legend and Miss Jackson. That would be dope. But even though I don't know they, they don't do the same group twice because, like I said, they're doing stuff with the metaphor already. But still, you can give her another group. You can give her something and it gives her people to work with. Putting her on the main roster where she is surrounded by elite level talent to the point where she's just going to be doing job matches like 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 Shotzi's going to have the job for her. Natalia's going to have the job for her. Uh maybe uh I'm sitting thinking of, of how thin thin the roster is, but all the women that barely come up on there are probably going to have the job for her before she even touches somebody like a Raquel or a and this is this is this is B tier I'm talking about here. Before she even touches those kind of women, and then because they they all are, I you know she's not in their league you know, yet. Honestly, I think they'll wait. You said they'll wait. I think so. But you know, the way I look at Jade is like, remember when Samoa Joe came in there? Why was Samoa Joe in NXT? Samoa Joe didn't need yeah. NXT. And he was there to help the talent. Say what? He was there to help the talent. But yes, but I mean, still, but he, he had a good run at NXT. But I'm saying, even somebody with the star power, Jay Cargill coming in WD, I can really see. Now, once again, if if I don't mind being wrong, if if she come out and debuts on SmackDown or Raw, I'm like, okay. I'm telling you, I think they will wait. I think they'll put her in the performance center for like till the end of the year and maybe. Maybe the Rumble should should debut in the Rumble, maybe. But I'm saying like Okay, now I I can personally get with that. If she goes out to the performance center yeah, and she I and think, she gets I her think she gets something like that. Yeah, I, I think I don't think she'll come immediately in, but I do think she'll sign immediately, but I don't think that she will um be on T V as soon as possible. Like I think they'll probably just wait till they're even more mm. comfortable with her, until she's kinda more smooth like and then We'll see yeah. what happens. But then, yeah, and then yeah, and traveling with them on the road, all these yeah. things. And like I said, I me personally, I will put her on NXT. And I, I if you don't want to put her on TV, have her do the dark matches on because NXT goes on the road now. Have mm-hmm. her go on the road to be going out there in front of people and doing these dark matches and actually learning the ropes the WWE way. Because remember. Like Sephiroth said, WWE has their way of doing things. She has to learn the WWE way. She doesn't know that way. All she knows is the Tony Khan way and in AEW, which is which is more so the indie way. That's not the way WWE operates. 
So we're going to Shawn Michaels, get that kind of stuff going on. But if, if she debuts at NXT, I'm not mad at that. If she debuts at the Royal Rumble, I'm not mad at neither. But I need people to calm down. She's not going up against Bianca, y'all. It's not no, happening. If she goes against Bianca, it'll be next year. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they got they got similar looks and everything like that. But right now, she, Bianca, she's way out of her league. She's way out of her league trying to go up against Bianca. No, Bianca's on another another level. They look, they, they, they got similar physiques, but Bianca's way out of out of the league. Jay's athletic too, but I'm just saying. So that's something that something that we're gonna definitely have to keep our eye on. Another thing that we're going to keep our eye on also is look. So come SmackDown, which was in Denver, Colorado, which I I talked about. Also, because for those like I said, fan of football. We was getting ready for the the Colorado Buffaloes game, you know, because Coach Prime was down there, and, and we, you know, we trying to get a win, especially after you know, homeboy from Colorado State in the rivalry game was was running his mouth. So it just so happened that Pat McAfee was had his show, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson was on his show, and they was casually talking, and they casually talked to the Rock, brought up that he had. The, the plan. Well, well, it was a question asked, but yeah. Yeah, it was a question asked that him versus Roman for WrestleMania 39 was locked into place. He talked to he talked to Nick Khan and Vince and all that, and or Triple H. I forgot who he talked to, and then he said that that was locked into place, and they wanted to do something that wasn't good, that wasn't great, but you know it would you know basically. Be so epic, you know, something that the fans they, deserve. They, you, you know how the Rock talks. You know that. You know that means. What does that mean? I didn't want to lose, brother. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> what else would it? What else? What else would it be? Come on now. What else would it be? Roman is destroying everybody. In, in regular match, Roman would have won anyway. So what? Is, what is the thing that you can't do that that wouldn't let the audiences happy? Like not happy, but like what, what would have been different? <laughs> so I'm saying, like he's like, I'm not losing, brother. Yes. <laughs> It, I, I don't know, but they they, they couldn't come together on any concrete. You tell, me, you tell me what you think. You, you had the match locked in and everything, and all of a sudden you're like, nah. Just tell me what do you think? What do you think happened? Because if it's locked in, I mean the money already right. You know, you're already talking about the story. So like, what what what, what happens? You said, what do I think happened? Yes. Oh well. I, my honest opinion, The Rock wasn't in shape. The Rock wasn't in shape because The Rock is not that kind of The Rock throughout his whole career. He's not that kind he of guy. It was that, a year, though. Huh? He said it was like a year though. He, the, the, the Rock's not in shape for this. And I, and, 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 no, I'm saying he said it was a year. Yeah, yeah. They they, they talked they talked in uh 2022 about this, and he said he had it he had it locked in. But they, they, his claiming was they couldn't come up, to come up with something that was so epic that would, you know, that would would definitely give back to the fans and all that stuff. And I'm like, there's nothing that, that that can be epic with that matchup. But you know, The Rock been leaving WWE with, with their dick in the hand for about over a year. The, the Rock keeps doing this, so they went with the plan with Cody and Roman, and I, I can probably still think that I think Cody still, still in September should have won that title. Seeing what's happening with the bloodline right now, 
and this story with Jimmy Uso and seeing Roman not being there, it's further showing me that Cody should have won that championship. Mm -hmm. He, I'm sorry, he should. He's Roman's not even there. Roman's not even there. So what good? Did, what good does it do to have the championship when you're not there? I really thought like, okay, maybe you know, I know they want to, do, you know, you know, they, they want Cody to get his his reps a little bit, but a lot of things would have made more sense. Even looking at it, because uh, WrestleMania happened what, in April, one, two, mm -hmm. three, four, five. Looking at it about five, six months down the line, and I still say that Cody should have won that championship. But neither here or there. So when they was talking about that, then. Rock was talking about you know how he was open and still doing the matchup and at WrestleMania 40, which got everybody talking about the Rock and Roman at WrestleMania 40. And I'm gonna be honest with you right now, I don't want to see it anymore. No, I need Rock versus somebody else. Yeah, I, I don't need the Rock versus Roman right at all because right now it's the, the time to do it would have been Hollywood and they didn't do it. It's done. It lost its luster because I'm going to tell you right now, the bloodline thing is done. They're not even the most dominant faction in WWE right now. It is the Judgment Day. Okay. So having them, having The Rock come back to, 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 to fight for who is the real head of the table, that ship has sailed. Roman's barely there. And you and why why have the championship with Roman on the Rock? Why would Roman lose the championship to The Rock when The Rock's not even going to be there? And then on top of all that, The Rock has not wrestled a singles match. We count Eric Rowan. So for people out there at WrestleMania 32, we're not talking about that. The Rock has not wrestled a singles match in ten years. People keep forgetting of they keep in this notion just because you did a people's elbow does not mean you in shape. He's in shape. He's not in ring shape. And the last time The Rock wasn't in ring shape, he tore his abdomen, which was what ten years ago. Even the first match with John Cena at WrestleMania 28, The Rock was sucking wind hard in that match. Cena had to carry him for a lot of that matchup. In WrestleMania 28. People ain't want to hear that. But that's what the truth of it was. And now you're talking about The Rock to come back. To face Roman Reigns. What good does that do any man right now? Right now when it's clearly. Positioned for Cody to finish the story. Why would uh, you. I have, a, I, have, I have a question. Right? Okay. I'm fantasy booking myself. But it's just you know, stupid fantasy booking. What if. Um. I know this is not going to happen, obviously. So just, just mind you, this is not going to happen at all. Okay. Remember last year when we thought Stone Cold was coming back? Oh, yeah. That's so right. You watch his workout videos. You said, what's he work out to take out the groceries? Literally. Yeah. I guess he was taking out them groceries because he didn't come back. But, exactly. Uh, he, was, he was supposed to come back, but he said he had like a month build. He was like, I don't want to just build with a month left. Mm -hmm. So that's why, he, that's why he didn't do it. But anyway... What if, like, somehow, some way, Rock and Stone Cold are on a team against somebody else? Who would that team be? Honestly, if we're unfortunately, you 
the Rock and Stone Cold, Kyle Kai did in 2002, had to go up against the hottest team right now. The hottest team was a Judgment Day. Judgment Day? That's what I was saying. It could be 3 0. It could be 3 yeah. <laughs> Like it was with NWO. Well, exactly. <laughs> the hottest team right now is the I'm Judgment Day. I'm not going to lie, though. If, if the Judgment Day go, like, if that was to happen, I'm like, that actually it would be nice. Yeah, I, it, it would be, but it's, it, I would want. I would want something bigger than that. I mean, the Judgment Day is the hot is the hot faction right now, but I need something like if if Bobby's new hurt business. You would want like you would want like uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah, something like okay. something like that, or even if Bobby's team gets hot in the next six months, because it's seven months to WrestleMania. If they get like crazy heat. You know, or just get hot because like it's like a new version of her business, and, and like they do some actual building to it. Then I can even see something like that. But as of right now, it is the appeal of it is gone. Just seeing the rock. Do, do I want to see the rock come back to have a match? First of all, you know what? The, you know what I really want. I want the rock to officially retire. He hasn't done that yet. I want him to have his officially retired matchup because even on SmackDown when they showed him and Cena backstage, to I'm be like, honest. Don't tease that again. No, I'm saying to be honest, that could have been the thing right there. Rock and Cena Part Three. No, no, I'm talking about that could have been the big never before Cena thing if we would have had Roman versus Rock and his careers on the line. He loses. Yeah, but you, 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 they can still do that. But the thing is, right now, no, I'm saying at that time, but he said it's yeah. never been done before. I'm like that could have definitely been a big thing that they could have done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. 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 I mean, no. I agree with you, but what I'm saying is, you know what? All this would have been easier. I. You know what? I would have been even more excited if that was the case. If Roman lost the championship at WrestleMania 39, mm-hmm. I think they were so caught up about ma- making him get to that 1,000 days that they did not really look that deep further and be like, okay, he's now at a thousand days. Then what? It's like, okay, how important are these records to WWE? And obviously, they're really important because they're trying to break and they're trying to have more modern-day records. But even with a 1,000 days, if Roman had lost that championship, it would make sense for Roman not to be there. He's going through a depression. He's going through a heat. It was the tribal chief, and he, he lost. He could have got so close to the thousand days, and he lost. And then all of a sudden, he, he he's losing his family. And then... All he has left is being the tribal chief. Well, who is the real head of the table? Bring in Dwayne Johnson. Then when he says these things on Pat McAfee's show, it will build up hype because you can do Rock versus Roman without the championship to the point where, like, okay, now that's an attraction match to see. But we ain't got to worry about Cody. But now you didn't do that. Now you have... To worry about Cody, because Cody just got Jay on Raw. Somebody has to go to SmackDown. Uh, Adam Pierce just said that somebody has to go to SmackDown. It's not going to be Tommaso Ciampa. It's not. It's going to have to be somebody on the level of Jay Uso or bigger, which is Cody. And when Cody gets to SmackDown, is he's on the same show of Roman for him to finish the story. That's the story you have booked. That's what the story where a lot of people are just patiently waiting for. So right now, I really don't need Dwayne messing this thing up. And right now, Dwayne's saying all... Huh? 
did you see the memes that people was, was posting by Cody? I seen her business when you sent me. No, it was the one Cody Cody said crisscross episode episode style. He was like, the fact that Dwayne's in the main event and I'm not makes me sick. Yeah, you know, like those kind of things are annoying. And the thing is, the Rock's gonna be doing the same thing. He's gonna be sitting there having WWE tw- twiddling twiddling their thumbs for him to come next year talk about something, no, we can't do it. Because I'm telling you right now, when, when this strike is over, I do believe it will be over eventually. Rock gonna go back to work. He 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 going with the money. He going back to work. Yes, he loves wrestling. Yes, this is in his blood. You know, he the, well, he also said something that I was kind of like not confused by, but I was kind of like, dang, you could have did this the whole time. So he was like, uh, because mm. it was like, oh yeah, you know, your schedule and everything. That, that's a lie. He was like, no, nah, I control the schedule. I could have literally been off anytime I wanted to. They was like. Really? He was like, yeah, it's my company. I work with my company. We we work on what we want to do. I shoot what I want to shoot. Mm-hmm. And they was like, oh, so why haven't you been coming back? <laughs> it was like, then that's when that's when the Roman thing was like, oh, well, you know, actually, we was locked in. And I said, that's when I came up. They yeah. were asking why he didn't come back. Yeah, so that, uh, that way, I'm just, you know, I, no disrespect to Dwayne. I like Dwayne. I like The Rock. I love The Rock. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to support my wrestlers. But however, I don't need to see him against Roman. It's too late. You missed mm-hmm. the ship. You can, you, you, you can find something else for, for The Rock to do. And wrestle. The man came back on SmackDown and just beat up Austin Theory. It was just, And literally, he just came back because he was in Denver that night. And he has nothing yeah. else to people, do. People talk about oh, he came back because uh, he was he because he was talking about uh, Roman earlier. I was like, no, he just so happened to be in the same place. That's the only reason. Exactly. First of all, y'all want to talk about anything? Rock can't beat the Rock. More came for Deion Sanders and Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Because I I just seen this clip where you know uh, he surprised because Deion didn't even know he was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and he was there, and, and then also he came on Pat. Ma- he was there for them. He wasn't there for. The, I'm like, he was like, oh and that shit, was, and that was and that was that was two different days. Exactly to the point, the rock was like, oh shit, spend that going to be endeavor. I'm doing nothing. You know why? Because everything's on strike. I'm doing absolutely nothing. I'll go to SmackDown and do what? He didn't call Roman. He didn't go meet up with Jay Uso. He didn't meet up with Paul Heyman. He didn't say nothing to Solo. He didn't go to nothing with AJ Styles. He didn't go to Grayson Waller. He went there to talk trash on Austin Theory, giving people's elbow, and called it a night. That's it. People, stop I'm reading into I'm, this. I'm surprised he didn't do the rock bottom. He probably, he probably hurt. Like I said, first of all, the rock came out looking even more swole. And I'm just like, bruh, The Rock is not. The Rock is in great personal shape. He uh, he get he get old. I can tell in his face by his by his uh, cheeks and his lips. I'm like, yeah, he's kind of. He's kind of getting older. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, it, it, it's The Rock is almost fifty years old. No, he is fifty. He is fifty. Yes. There it is. The Rock don't need to be wrestling. No 30-minute The Rock needs to retire. He needs to go make by this. Hey, is it sitting with John Cena in the ball spot? Like, bro, like, Cena's match is not even good no more. No, I've seen a clip of, uh, who was it? Uh, Vinci and, uh, 
What's his name now? Anyway, it's Imperium. He was fighting him at a house show, and like they beat him up. Yeah, that boss fight, like it's like the whole like it, it looked like he got nothing. George Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, you need to cover that up. Bro. You need to cut it. So. I don't know. Why don't, I don't... You know, he had to no cut his whole career except for when he's going bald. Now you want to grow your hair out, going bald? Wait, I missed it. Who was this again? Cena. See, see, exactly. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't understand. All right, just go back to the buzz cut. I'm just, I, I, I don't understand that one, but hey, sure. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. Y'all don't don't look for Dwayne and and Roman at WrestleMania 40. I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. And I don't think it should personally happen. I know that that may sound a little bit harsh, but that uh, is what now it is. now I will say. Even though this the rocker is probably too big to do this, if there is the match where he comes back and it's like says like I don't know, Rock and McAfee versus like Theory and some other guy returning, that's a big deal or something. Y'all be like, whatever, it's a it's a match, like well, we don't care, it's just maybe that's it. You know. Can I let me let me ask you a question. Personally, mm-hmm. personally, without being biased, right? Without just you know trying to make a point for for the sake of making a point. <sighs> Would you want to see that match? I wouldn't mind it because I already know it's going to be like just like a nostalgia match like Stone Cold was. No, no, no. Stone Cold won him against Kevin Owens in a, a really good segment and match at the end. Austin Theory, who has been a joke this year, and The Rock, he don't even, he don't even deserve to be in the same ring with The Rock. He don't. I mean, he also didn't deserve to be the same way with Stone Cold, but you know, he took a stunner. I mean, and and that's back when that's back when that's back when Vince was pushing him. Everybody, yeah, but that's that's back when Vince was pushing him. Triple H ain't pushing Theory the same way Vince was, and to the point where it's like he's it's like okay, bro, just really get out the ring. He's not on that level to be able to handle that. Now, if it was like a Bobby Lashley or Montez Ford who'd be sitting there. Doing all the rocks moves, sure, but not theory, not not theory. Well, I just named I just named a name, but like you know, anybody, any, whatever. I'm not, I, I, I wouldn't mind it. But one thing the Rock did mention on College Game Day was the merger between WWE and UFC, which has now been official. It's the end of an era. The end of an era. It no longer. Does a McMahon own WWE? It is now being under the umbrella of TKO. I think I think it's what they, what they call it now. Yep. Uh, the, the, TKO, the TKO umbrella with UFC and WWE. Endeavor, the, the UFC parent company and WWE announced Tuesday the closing of its merger and the launch of TKO, a company that will combine the forces of the two global powerhouse live events and sports promoters. TKO began trading uh, trading on the U.S. Uh, on the New York Stock Exchange on Tuesday morning. Endeavor will own. 51% of the new company and WWE shareholders will own 49% of it. TKO has a validation of $21.4 billion and, and will serve more than 1 billion young and diverse fans reaching viewers in 180 countries, producing more than 350 annual live events, according to the release. 
So, this uh, Vince McMahon is an executive chairman, obviously, uh, of Tico with Nick Khan. And who also said the board is going to be president. Real quick, real quick, real yeah. quick. Does that mean they get, they get, they mean that the company gets more money, right? Yes. All right, I'm going to need, I'm going to need Raw and SmackDown to have separate sets, and I'm going to need the pay-per-view sets to come back. You know, honestly, I think that's going to, I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, now, I so, here, here's my thing. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. Because, I really think, with this, first of all, I don't think this, I want to tell you about it right now. I don't think there's going to be no changes in creative. Like, the product that you see on on TV right now, this is what we're going to get. You know, they just had some mass layoffs, but a lot of it was office workers and things like that. So, a lot of them got released, and that was very unfortunate because, but I know they they seen the writing on the wall because that's what happens with these big corporations when they start merging stuff like that. When it comes to creative, I don't see no changes in that. However, when it comes to promotions like that cinnamon toast crunch match expect more of that Oof. like even with like remember how wcw used to have like the the slim gym ads on the ring mats yep or how AEW would have some things on the ring mats promoting whether it's cracker barrel or p- promoting sharknado i see yeah. wwe doing that now yeah because they make a lot of money in those exactly so i i see them doing that I do see them trying to put different feels on the shows now when it comes to uh, SmackDown and Raw and maybe NXT. And but yeah, one thing I'm going to have, they're going to have Bobby Lashley versus uh, a New Day in a, in a Popeye's chicken eating match. <laughs> oh, that is racist. <laughs> so. it, I see that happening. Uh, don't act like Vince won't do it. Yeah, but Vince also, but you know, since this is merger is happening, there I mean, there's the rumors about CM Punk and his possibility, but like it's the mergers, it's, it's so they don't own majority stakes, so they don't have a final say anymore. However, there's one thing that does scare me though. UFC has this thing where, because they're on the same umbrella now, where you would have to, they have like a a program to watch UFC, and then you have to pay an extra fee for their pay-per-views it's a possibility that they can come out with a kind of a service like no matter like when their peacock deal ends up in a ends in a couple years they can come up with a service where it is that they you can watch the content and things like that but you're still going to be charging additional fee for live events of ufc and wwe stuff where we may have to go back to paying for B show pay per views like Fastlane, I guess we won't be watching. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm not saying I would do that. I'm saying that's what's a possibility. I'm saying, but I'm saying, guess who won't be watching? You do it all they want. I won't be watching. I, I definitely agree with you. There's no reason that I, I'm not going back to paying fifty or fifty four dollars for Fastlane or for. Uh, no mercy or elimination. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Like WrestleMania, I've always paid for WrestleMania. Maybe Royal Rumble now, but you know, like the like the bit like them. You gotta be a big show. Like I, I really wanted to purchase All In, but I could just could not line up the time to watch it when it happened. But I would have dropped fifty something dollars on All In. But unfortunately, 
uh, <clears throat> and like I said, the time didn't add up. But I that's the one fear I do have that it's a possibility that, that we can be going into a thing where we will have to pay for their pay-per-views again, especially with with them merging with USC. Because how, how would you do... Uh, you can watch the WWE shows for free, but you can't watch the UFC shows. Because UFC never been like that. UFC, you, you, they had their little app where you can watch the, the UFC stuff, but then you also had to pay an additional fee to watch their pay-per-views. They've always been oh. like, huh? I don't know how UFC handle because they don't have like weekly content and that like that. So exactly, like I said, so I don't know how it's going to work out, but it, there's a possibility that because you can't, I don't, I, I don't see them doing the thing where WWE can have free pay per views like WrestleMania, but UFC is going to charge them because that right there will cause divide in your in the people that that, that comes to be subscribed or try to support under this whole TKO umbrella. I think that, that that can be, you know, a bad possibility. So I, I don't necessarily know how they would work that, that those things out. And I'm not saying that's, that will necessarily happen. I'm just saying those are some things that I, that will scare me, that will, some things that I hope that does not happen because according, uh, instead of me recording everything that happened or watching all them shows, it would just be like, okay, I'm back down to three shows a year, uh, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and SummerSlam. And and that's just it because unless they want to keep doing war games, but other than that, I'm not paying fifty some dollars for any of that. Especially, but especially when I was alive, and I remember when WrestleMania cost thirty four dollars. Mm-hmm. So 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 damn. But uh, those, those are the only things that I'm personally a little a little bit worried about. But we are in a new era right now. I mean, it, it's kind of fitting that in that new era, it started off with Nia Jax just sitting on Rhea Ripley's chest and. <laughs> I know why. Why I said that sense it sounded better than it is when I than watching it. Which, by the way, I didn't get a chance to, to, to talk to you about that. Nia Jax is back. How you feel? That's my answer. Oh. <laughs> he said, "Nah, yeah, Nia Jax is back, and she just came in there and just sat on real. I was just like." Real, baby. Yeah. Begging, hurting people already. Hurting people, and, and then got there to slap her, and she can't even protect herself because she's just sitting on her. She really is not to like. <laughs> I'm like, was, you would have some words in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, exactly. Because what can Rhea do? Like, 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 Lily, the woman came down with a bonsai drop, and she didn't even come down with. You, you know how? Remember when Rikishi used to come down, and he, mm-hmm. it's like he would put his feet down, just like. Plop his butt down on there. She came down yeah, in sitting she position. Yeah. Say she what? Just like, right. She just said, "All right, I'm putting my weight on your chest now." It's like, like Lily. She just, she just went down there on seated position and then started slap, like slapping because you heard it. Started slapping Rhea, and ain't nothing Rhea could do. I mean, I said you're supposed to be selling, you're supposed to be knocked out, but like she didn't see that coming. And I'm like, yo, I don't even want to work with Nia Jax right now. Who? Who uh, was that? Vince's final move, like bring her back before I close the door on all this stuff. First of all, why would you want to bring Nia Jax back to feud with Rhea? I mean, Rhea can't get her over the rip top, but it's just like why? Why? Like Rhea why? did one time get Nia Jax up for the rip top. It didn't look pretty, but she got her up for it. Yeah, but why? Like why? I know Rhea for everybody, but like Nia Jax is the one you like. Oh yeah, this gonna get her. Really? 
it, it throws me off because it's two heels. I mean, unless because you know people are naturally going to go but go for Rhea, but it's two heels. That doesn't make sense at all. I don't. I. I, I are, are we supposed to? Are we supposed to believe that Nia is a face? No, I, I, I just said it's two heels. That's what I'm saying. Are we supposed to like next week to come like, Oh, she's just a good guy. We just had her all wrong the first night. Well, you you, you see how that worked out for for uh, for Ronda Rousey, right? And, and, yeah. and once again, it didn't do no favors to Shannon Baszler neither. So yeah, I'm just like, oh god, Nia Jax. I, I I was like, that was not on my bingo card, and I'm fucking, I, I'm mad as hell that was even even there, you know. I'm sorry, I'm just, I, I'm just not, just not feeling it like that. But yeah, me neither. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so I'm gonna go over to the AEW side real quick before we end it with. Kurt Angle, uh, real quick. AEW Grand Slam is coming up. Mm-hmm. September 20th, 2023 is a two-night event. Uh, they have, you know, it's a Dynamite Grand Slam and a Rampage Grand Slam. I'm like, at Arthur Ashe Stadium. I'm still thinking, like, why not just do it at Collision? Because Collision is live and Rampage isn't. But Rampage is going to be live for this. No, it's not. It isn't. No, they gonna record. Oh snap! That's right. They they will they will tape it on the same day, but it will air on. The, you right. Yeah. You right. Well, I want to just real quick give our predictions for these shows. It's five match. Well, as of right now, there's five matches announced for Dynamite and three matches announced for Rampage. So. On night one of Grand Slam, we have uh, John Moxley taking on Ray Phoenix, a singles match John Moxley. for the international championship. Yeah, I don't see why it wouldn't be John. <laughs> the, the, the questions, the questions that we need to be asking now is: Will he bleed? Is it a regular match? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the answer. Uh, somehow, some way, somehow, some way, Reverie not gonna be looking at something, man. Yeah. Chris Jericho versus Sammy Guevara. This is a match for them to get all their their anger out, so they can get back to being the sex gods, as Jericho uh, calls it. I uh, have. I say Sammy wins. Huh? I say Sammy wins. I don't know. I was thinking about Jericho because to help keep the story going for them, like okay, like I won, but Sammy. Because I think Jericho's going to cheat to win. And Sammy's not going to like I'm going to say Sammy wins with a roll-up. But, you know. Yeah, but, I, but also, but like, Jericho cheats to win. Sammy uh, does not like that. <coughs> and Jericho, like, look, hey, I, I, I won the match. I just outthought you. Now we go back to being the sex guys, which gives Sammy a reason not to be that. Mm-hmm. Sammy getting a win over there is just like, okay, yeah, I got out of my system. I proved it to you. I, I, I can be better. All right, let's go ahead and do this. I mean, open you know Jer- But knowing, knowing Jericho, he'll be mad about it the whole time and then be like <coughs> plying on him behind his back and then eventually will turn on him. He will, but that's something that we expect already. So, I mean, it, it could go either way. I'm going to go with Sammy. I'm going to go with Jericho on this one, though. Okay. Uh, singles match for the AW Women's Championship: Soraya taking on Marilyn Monroe Storm. Excuse me, Tony Storm. Uh, Soraya, for uh, sure. 
like I said, I, I, I like this Tony Storm gimmick that's going on. I really do. But I don't think it's big enough to uh, hold, you know, for Soraya to lose. Now, yeah, I, at first I thought she was going to be a trans transitional champion. But I'm like, I didn't want to keep it on Soraya for a little bit. So. No, I knew Soraya was going to be champ for a while because it just. It's Soraya. So it's like, you know. It just felt right. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with I'm going with Soraya too. Uh, winner takes all match for the Ring of Honor World Championship and Strong Openweight Championship. Claudio Castanoli, who's the Ring of Honor World Champion, versus Eddie Kingston, who is the New Japan Strong Openweight Champion. Uh, it has to be Kingston. Yeah, I was about to say it has to be Kingston because obviously Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor, so you don't care if your title switch, but New Japan, you gotta. You know, you gotta go through a lot of stuff and switch their titles. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying Eddie Kingston. But uh I don't like Claudio's reign because he's had that belt for a very long time and yet it's kinda unnoticed because he's just a back band for Moxley and Games. Exactly. But the way this story like he, he had the title for a long time, then he had the thing with Jericho, then he, he won it again. He literally got to update the title and everything. People probably don't even notice that he's got a different title. Exactly. Exactly. I, um... So, uh... The, the story has been very potent. And right now, Ed, Eddie has taken losses. He needs a big win right now. And I could definitely see him win take all. It's going to... His, his, his mama's going to be there. It Now, they're not going to put 20,000 people in the stadium mm -hmm. like they did. Uh, the first time they did Grand Slam because they only sold right now about 5,000 tickets. And th this is Wednesday, so I don't even know if they're going to even put 10,000 people in there, but they got to do the best they can. Well, they and, did, but the first two was good. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the first one, that's, that's when you had Brian Dale and Kenny Omega, and that was in front of 20,000 people. The second, one, the second one was good, too, though. Oh, wait. I thought this was the second one, so. No, this is like the third. Oh, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because the, the other one, that's when they did uh, the uh, scissor, uh, not the four of their movies. The acclaim, they had the acclaim versus Swerve and Lee, and that's when they won the title. That's right, you're, you're absolutely right on that one. All right, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still going with Eddie Kingston. I'm pretty yeah, sure. The main event for that night, MJF taking on Samoa Joe for the AEW World Championship. Uh, obviously, because Samoa Joe beat Roderick Strong in the title eliminator. I think they're going to do the Roderick Strong story after this, but right now, uh, a more selling point is Samoa Joe and MJF. I like the whole history of him pushing him back at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn as one of the security guards. And they brought that back up. He actually pushed him again. So it's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be fun. It has a little story to it. But Joe is older. He can't go. He can't go. But 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 for so long, so much anymore. But it goes to MJF. I'm gonna be honest with you. Joe has been the television champion for over a year. I'm surprised he's like been healthy for that long. Not to be mean, but like you know, Joe Joe have a finger injury. He be out for a long time. So I'm glad, I'm glad he's making it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say uh, MJF. That's not definitely going to say MJF on that one. Yeah. Now it's time for Grand Slam Night 2. This is going to be Rampage, the one that's going to be taped and then shown on September 22nd. Uh, for the three matches they have listed here so far, I mean, it, it, it has to, because Rampage is probably only going to be an hour. So the, the three matches they have listed here is, oh, God. 
there's not a singles match on here. They're all team matches. Let's start with the first trios match. We have the acclaim with, you know, Caster, Bones, and Billy Gunn versus really the Dark Order. Evil. Say what? You know who's gonna win that one? Yeah, Evil Uno, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. <gasps> yeah, the Dark Order sucks. Just saying, the Dark Order sucks, y'all. And it, there's no reason why the Acclaim is gonna drop the Trios Championship, especially when they got the new scissor me belts. It's not happening. Yep. I guess you you picking the Acclaim too, right? If you pick the Dark Order, I'm gonna yep. be pissed. Okay. No, I'm picking the uh, the Acclaim. Then we have another Trios match for the ROH Six Man Tag Team Championships. The Mongol Embassy, Brian Cage, Bishop Kwan, and Toa Lona. With Nana? With Prince Nana, who, oh God, Prince Nana's annoying. Versus the Elite, Matt, Nick Jackson, and Hangman Page. Why is this even a thing? Why is this even a thing? First of all, first of all, you know what's funny to me? That's funny. On the first collision ever, after CM Punk gets fired, guess who's on? Guess who's on collision now? That's that's their show now. <laughs> they really had a. They really had a solution. It's like you know, we've been missing from collision, but this is our show now. Yeah. They really gave a speech of like it was like a backstage shit. But I was like, that's kind of messed. That's funny, but messed up. Like, dang. <laughs> as soon as that man leave, they like, all right, this ain't his show. This is our show. We gonna share this show. Yeah, oh, man. Look, that man is out of here. Uh, I, 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 may, I don't see the Mongol Embassy beating the Elite. Why would they? Because they're the, they're the champions. No, I, uh, I, I'm going with the Elite. I just have yeah, to. but I, I also don't see a reason for the Elite to win the uh, six man. I mean, you got a point, but. I don't know. I just, I just can't bring myself to say Mongol Embassy. I just, I just can't do that shit. Uh, all right, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna still go with the Elite. And you go with the Mongol Embassy. Yep. All right. Uh, And you're probably right too. Real fast, real fast. Because I think I know. Is is the last match Hook and Orange Cassidy versus somebody? That would have been so much better, but it's not. Oh, okay. That would have been so, so much better. So one of them teaming up? I, I could have sworn they. I seen them say we gonna team up, and it was Orange Cassidy and Hook. Yeah, you probably got way to collision now. Or, oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it could be. So we got tag team match, not trios, but it's a regular tag team match. Christian Cage and Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen and Sting. You see what I mean? I'm like everything else would have been so much better because I I'm like. I, I've been seeing Darby, Crash Test Dummy, Allen, five straight weeks on my television just doing the same stuff. And I'm like, Sting. They just had this tag team coffin match. And I'm like, is, uh, this, a, is this a regular match or is this a, like a... It's a regular tag team match. That, thank you. Ew. Like, I don't want to see that. I really don't want to see that, but it's a regular so tag Sting, team match. Sting not going to jump off the top rope and, and splash onto somebody? It's a possibility. Alright, how much you want to bet at the last minute they change it to a to, to like a, a no no DQ match or something? Bro, I almost bet my paycheck on that one. <laughs> almost, and be like, I, I bet. 
I bet you change my yeah. It, it, it's 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 a, it's yeah no. That they, they can try it, but I mean, Darby gonna do some crazy shit in the first place. But right now he ain't got no back, so he needs to uh he he needs to chill out. Sting is just old. He needs to chill out. They are, you, Christian know Sting, old. you know Sting wants to do that old man splash where he just jumps. Yeah, he he wants to do that, and I mean, but I'm like, I want him to sit there and think like, bruh, despite this Arthur Ashe Stadium, this is still Rampage. Stop doing this. Don't do that. So, yeah, I I I have Christian and I mean I have Darby on the Sting win this matchup because Christian I'm mean, picking up victories. Well, Luchasaurus has been for Christian. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Darby Allen and Sting on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Darby Allen and Sting because Sting is undefeated. So, I mean, are you low-key serious right now? Yep. Oh, sh- oh my God. That's just, that, that's just scary as shit. Mm-hmm. That's just scary they, they got It's only kind of such a mark that he's not going to let Sting get pinned. So, yeah. you know what? <laughs> he is. He <laughs> is. He is. Okay. He's like, Stinks, uh, 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 Mr. Sting, do you want to lose today? No. Okay. You're this, right. This is the same guy that was in the gorilla position just screaming CM Punk when he was about to go out. That, that's Tony Connery, bro. Mr. 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 Phil, I feel for my life. I feel for my life. Please. Oh, you already know CM Punk about to come out and say some shit. He just, he just being quiet right now. But he about to come say some well, he shit. Was, he was, uh, he was uh, doing commentary on the show this, uh, wait, last weekend. Oh, what show was it? Some MMA show. You know, every time he gets suspended or something, he goes and does commentary for like UFC or MMA. I forgot what company. Oh, okay. the last time, last time when he had the all uh, the brawl out situation, he was on doing commentary, and they was like, "Whoa, whoa, we don't got no chairs around for you to throw now, do we?" They was making jokes. So yeah. Oh, they 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 go probably say, "Hey, hey, CFO, do you, do you mind talking behind real glass?" That that would be hilarious. I mean, they, I'm surprised they were. They probably made a joke because when they they said something, Punk was like, "Yeah, I got about a few months to spare because you know I'm not doing nothing nowadays anyway." So kinda, that's crazy. They kind of uh, said that, yeah. So Prime, yep. I, I was say, I know you hear me, Prime. Yep. Your friends over at Impact Wrestling they they celebrated a milestone today, or or not not today, but. They are celebrating a, a milestone. 1,000 episodes. Uh-huh. Bruh, WCW couldn't even put out 1,000 episodes of Nitro. Yeah. Impact is here to stay forever. It's going to be them and cockroaches and Twinkies and Vince McMahon left on this planet. That's and this man going to be running it because there ain't nothing left. left. <laughs> you said what? Yeah, it's gonna be running it because it ain't nothing else left. Then it will die. But somehow, it, it, you know. But to be honest with you, I'm proud of Impact because they actually had turn away tickets. They had to turn people away because they met capacity. See, I, the only thing I don't like about the current Impact is like they don't. It just don't look. It don't look good. It don't. It looks. Like, why not go to the Impact Zone for at least one episode for the 1,000? I would agree with you on that one. I just, I just want to say, oh. so, like, what was the turnaway number? 376? Or... That could be close. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, Lay's catch up. I'm so sorry. 
I feel like that was a great way to come in. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, I don't know how much the, tur- the, the turnaway number was, but I do agree with Prime. I don't know why they don't do the impact zone because the impact zone could fit 1,100 people in there. Or at least not, at least do a, a bigger type of arena, not the one that just don't look like it's that many people in there. Maybe it got foreclosed. I don't know. At least not. Nah, nah, it ain't get foreclosed. I'm just being an ass. I, I have no idea, that but that's crazy. It, it just, I'm it, just saying, at, le- at least do an arena where we can see the crowd on the camera, not just the wall, you know. It, it, I, I do agree with you that, because it, it just yeah. looks empty. Even with, even with You could have 300 people in there, and it just looks, by the way it's shot, and by the way it looks, it just looks, and you know, you know also, it don't help, the sound don't help. Mm-hmm. It just sounds so empty in there. <laughs> They'd be like, whoo, you can hear it. I'm sorry. And, 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 and it's it's sad because this is they celebrated the their thousand episode and they had a lot of legends from from Impact mm-hmm. over the years come back and they when they just came back it just sounded empty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. So uh, a lot of surprises. Uh, they had a women's segment on there that was just like basically was like, hey. Knockouts division, come on out to the ring. That's basically what it was. It wasn't better for anything. Well, they was having like a uh, a five on five match, and they were trying to figure out who the last member was going to be. Five on five. I counted more than five. I've counted more than ten women because we because it started out with Gail Kim. No, the match was five on five, but there was more than five. There was okay. more than that came out. I'm about to say because it started out with Gail Kim, then the beautiful people came out. And then uh, some current girl came out on there. Then we had some uh, who? Huh? You said some who girl? I said I don't. I didn't know who she was. I guess she was. Was she one of the current wrestlers? It What's was, her name? It, it wasn't Madison Rain. What's her name? I don't know. She came out with the, oh. with the, with the glasses, the, the pink glasses on it. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back and look at it. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, but she came out, and then we we had more current roster members come out, like uh, 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 Trinity, excuse me, Diana Perazzo, Jordan Grace. Which, by the way, uh, Jordan Grace. Now the transformation that Jordan Grace is having, it's just it's just like chiseled through stone. It's like it just it, she went from being like, okay, I'm look, not gonna say what I want to say. Yeah, I think it's best. <laughs> I was about to say, I, leave it alone. Leave it alone, I'm about to say, because, you know, her and her husband out of this action figuring it up. And I'm just like... Uh, I think she's looking another family. Yeah, I, I, yeah it's just like like, like, like the, the, the comeback of China, it seemed like. And it just... Uh, anyway, but she, uh, she comes out. Then... Uh, they have, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Tasha Steele comes back out. Like, and we have Awesome Kong that returns with, uh, with, with Rashida? Uh, yeah, yeah, Saeed, yeah. And she comes back and Mickey James is on the ring. Like, we, we have all these past, present, and future stars from uh, the knockouts division. I was just like, y'all just gotta, th- 
is it is it anything better to do to do for the women that just had to all basically come out in the ring and just you know you know that hey yeah, I, I did I didn't know they was gonna have a talking segment, but I did know that they was gonna have a match. Yeah, I mean you can have a match, I'm saying, but everybody had, had talk, and it was just really just bringing back. I mean, look, credits are different for bringing back everybody else. I was like, hey, Tasha still coming back. I was like. Flavor of Fire. Y'all ain't bring back Kara Hogan. Y'all just brought back Tasha Steele. Okay, cool. Fine, no problem. Well, Tasha Steele is a current wrestler there, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but you know, yeah, you know, and she called it doing a promo, looking all fly, and everybody just sitting there clapping. You can hear the hand claps. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ah! Ouch! I was like, you can hear, like, because you, you can hear, because, I mean, everybody was, because Tasha Steele, everybody likes Tasha Steele, but I'm saying, but just it just feels so empty in there. And, but, it just uh, and Team 3D came back. Devon <laughs> can walk. Oh, we saw. We see there. I, I look. Here's the first time. Here's the thing. Devon was like in bad shape a couple years ago. Did he have like a stroke or something? Yeah, and then he was about to get surgery. And so like Devon may have to walk. His sister better take care of him. It was like it was bad. I know it was that bad, but I do remember that he had like a stroke or something. And when the they sword. said Team 3D come back for for the thousand episode of uh, Impact, I said, Diva can't walk. Well, the first thing I thought was, dang, Bubba and Spike, all right. Exactly. And then they were like, no, Diva. And Diva came out there and he did all his greatest hits slowly. Yo, and come on, man. He came out there and did all his greatest hits slow. Even the testify, he was just like, come on, make sure I cut it right down the middle and over to the hand. He made sure he did a secret, did it very slowly. And to the point where he actually ran the ropes, you know, I was like, I, it, okay, I know you can do that. And then I was like, okay, okay, don't, don't do this. He did the what's up from, from the second rope. I said, well, I was surprised he did that in the first place. They brought the That's table. That's what I was saying, let Bubba do it. This is giving me coast to Midwest energy is what you're telling me. No, this is giving you like coast to like, you know what? The plane is going down. <laughs> because no, see, because I was just going to say coast to Central Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, see, no the, the, the problem with that is because when you say coast, <laughs> that, means to, that means you got to fly somewhere. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He ain't leaving the ground. Okay. And they, they did the greatest. They even called for a 3D. And I was like, well, will you 3D them through, through a table? And I was like, you know what? Devon probably can't get him up high enough. But they hit the three. They Bobby will let Diva get the pin, and then afterwards they they he he struggles. Who was it that had to climb up? Uh, I don't know who the team was that they, that they was going up against, but uh, they, they were clearly there to try to make them look good. They even had they even brought back Feast of Fire, one of the worst ideas in Impact history, and I was just like, why? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I like the idea, but it was a shoot. I didn't like that. Were you talking about the last time they did it or this or this recent one? No, I'm saying anytime they did it, it was a shoot. Like, the person actually gets fired. Like, yeah. for real? I don't like that. I'm but like... I do like like how they say, all right, you can get a you can get a tag title shot, you can get a world title shot, you can get an exhibition title shot. Yeah, I think Moose wins, the, wins, wins one of the briefcases. And... They won it in the stupidest way. Because... It, it, it's even Rhino comes back out, and that's I'm like, when he that's when he that's when he wins it because the dude had the briefcase and Rhino gored him and he gored him so hard that the dude threw the through the, the briefcase and, the he, and he just and he won it. I was like, first of all, they gore wasn't even that hard. Rhino can't gore no more. Rhino does a very heavy takedown, but it ain't, it ain't a gore no more. And I'm like that 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 singlet man. It's just like 
it started out from just saying rhino to just like rhinoceros because of how to take a stretch of it. Hey, yo, you really gotta chill. <laughs> you better stop before they get you out of here in these comments. <laughs> Leave that man alone. <laughs> I'll say that to me stretch. I'm like, yo, rhino, how, like, how did these singlers, bro, rhino, let, let it go. I don't know, man. I bet you can find some jeans in a t shirt right now and just get hit the gore. And, uh, but I mean, you know, respect, respect the Rhino. Uh, then they, they also had, uh, Leo Rush and Chris Saban, uh, had, had the main event match for the, uh, the X Division Championship. Is that where he's currently wrestling at? Or is he just popping all over the place? I think Leo Rush. I think he's just, he just popping all over the place. Yeah. Um, but Chris Chris Saban won that matchup, and the, oh Frank Ricky Kazarian and Tracy Brooks. Chris, Brooke, Chris huh? Saban uh, also became a ten time actually. Hey, shout out to that. Uh, Frankie Kazarian uh, and Tracy Brooks had a mixed tag match, and afterward, uh, first of all, I'm tired of saying Tracy Brooks already. <laughs> she just came. Uh, no. He's getting big. Was, well, you know what? There was one. There was one match with Trinity where she was at the bottom looking like Michael Jackson, and not the good one. Oh, we talk about 03. Flex Washington. Flat at <laughs> both combined. Uh, that's just a mixture of soup. I don't want to drink. Now you have to go back to that clip. I have to show. I have to see the clip. It's like, cause like even on the on the comment, like she's up and I'm like, and I I comment at Pete Michael Jackson on the background, and then everybody laughs. So okay. yeah. <laughs> that's what she looked like. No, I mean, no, when I, I say when, when I say she looks like, oh, I'm talking about like. Jacket is similar. The pants, like the black pants, white stripe down the middle. I'm like, huh? I, I, I do get what you're saying. Well, you gonna hate this news because Frank Kazarian. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. I seen it. Yeah, yeah, uh, you, you, you was already mad. Look, because he just announced it her. It don't make sense. Say what? It just don't make sense. It, they just announced her for the Impact Hall of Fame. So okay, real real fast. You mean to tell me Awesome Car not in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, how is that not a thing? Because right. Impact looks like they take theirs more a little bit more seriously than WWE does, and I'm like, how? Is that Say not more words. What? Impact looks like they take their Hall of Fame more seriously than WWE. I, that was not more words. How? how? Well, because one, I'm genuinely curious. Because, oh, seriously, because for, for starters, they don't put in six or seven people a year mm-hmm. it's one entry a year one one entry jesus well, they got two this year uh, who, who 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 the second uh don west and uh mike today oh okay that that makes sense because don uh don west did just pass away this year that does mm-hmm. make that does make sense but usually no nah, tracy book should not be uh, bro you ain't gotta tell me what does she do? Like, I'd rather put Vince and Cody in than put Tracy Bush. Yeah, she do shit. Uh, they they started their Hall of Fame in 2012. Okay. So each okay, year, was it? Kurt, Kurt was first, or Sting was first. Sting was first. Then it was it Kurt. Was, it was okay. It was Sting, Kurt, 3D. No, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, then 3D. Jeff Jarrett, Earl Hebner, then uh, Gail oh. Kim, then Abyss, then uh, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Always bring it up the rear behind Kurt Angle, huh? Three D is in there though. No, oh, hold, I'm getting to them. 
they couldn't have been in there. They had to be in there before Jeff did. Well, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you. I, if you let me finish, <laughs> I, I, I got you. Trust me, I got you. I'm trying to. Team 3D is it? They went in there in 2014 after Kurt Angle. Okay. Yes, okay. but they have the individuals and the team separate. Yeah. So in 2014 it was Team 3D. 2015 it was Jeff Jarrett and Earl Hebner. 2016 was Gail Kim. Uh, 2017 they didn't seem to have one. 2018 was Abyss. 2019. 2019 you said what? James Storm. 2019. They don't have 2019 one up here. Okay, so James Storm 2020. 2020 was Ken Shamrock. That's a 2021 at Jamestone. 2021 was also calm. Okay, so when did Jamestone? Jamestone went in. 2022 <laughs> was Raven. And 2023, it, it is uh, Mike Tanae, Don and Tracy Brooks. So they don't have James Storm on there? I don't see James Storm's name. Dang. I do not have, I don't see, I, impact, I don't see James, uh, I don't see James Storm. Oh, and maybe that was the year he was supposed to go in and then put it in Rock. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened in 2017 and 2019. I don't know what happened to them years. Well, in fact, they were just like, we can't find nobody. We're just not going to have one. You you can't find nobody, but we got we can find Tracy Brooks? <laughs> Are you kidding? I, I can name you five Impact members right now that can be in the Hall of Fame. How about, I don't know, mm-hmm. what's this? Christopher Daniels? Oh, we say... I would say like ODB. I'm just talking about like women knockouts. I would say ODB. Just give it to AJ Styles off principle and just, just, just tell him to record his speech on his phone. Well, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, just about this. Hey, yo, Triple H, I'm, I'm sending this over. Okay, you cool? Cool, got it. Moving, grooving. Samoa Joe. Like, yep. you, you don't think that they could put him in the Hall of Fame while he working at Ring? Like, you think Tony Khan gives a shit? He probably go sit in the audience. Well, however big that is. But anyway, that, you know, Impact gave us a lot of memories. You know, they gave us a lot of good, a lot of bad. From You know, from Kurt Angle debuting, him and Samoa Joe, rivalry, him and AJ Styles, and uh, the, the uh, what was it, the Ace, of, the Ace of the Eights wedding, or, you know, the the death of the Aces of the Eights, that, that, the funeral, Ace of the Eights funeral. Yeah, uh, that was pretty cool. Then you have some of the bad shit like Charmel versus I forgot what, what that girl, what, that, what was name was that like the worst match in Impact history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like I did like when Booker T came. I like Main Event Mafia. I know a lot of people don't. I like Joker's mm-hmm. thing. Those are things I do like when it comes to Impact. Uh, but you know, they had, the ba- they had a few good things. Say what? So they had a lot of good things. They, they had, had a lot of good things. They, they had a lot of bullshit like Jeff Hardy and Victory Road 2011. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not their fault. Well, it is, but it's not their yeah, fault. Yeah, it's their fault. Come on, so stop. Allowing him to go out there is their fault. No, it's, the, it's their fault, but I'm saying, like, well, yeah, you're right. It's their Eric, fault. Eric Bischoff teaming up with uh, Elijah Burke, a.k.a. the Pope. Don't ever want to see that ever again. Remember they're when? not pushing the Pope. Huh? I said they're not pushing the Pope. It is, 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 is bad as well, also. Uh, Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff in 2010. The end. I, I don't have to say no more. Brother, Octagon, square it up. You know what I'm saying? That, as a, it, it automatically downhill they, from there. They they really 
they really came in. It was like AJ Styles, you're 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 not in. You're just not in here. AJ Styles is like the Grand Slam champion, like three or four times over at that point, 2010. And like you know, you're just gonna, you're, you're gonna make it a ending in a few years. Yeah, Barbed Wire Massacre, Sabu and you know Abyss, mm-hmm. but then you know you just uh, it like I said Impact. I, I used to love watching TNA. Love, and I still go back and watch some of the old stuff. And like I said, like you, like we just talk about off air with Pluto TV. Impact got his own channel, but God, there's some. And after that, 2010, there's so much bad. You know, what I'm saying it's like it's not even funny how much bad it is. Like, uh, but you know, Ric Flair and Jay Lethal, great, great promo battle. That's Impact, but you know, but on the worst side, Ric Flair just being there. It's still issues, but. Shout out to Impact. I'm very happy for them. I'm glad they made it to a thousand. I hope they keep pushing. I hope they actually just take some chances. Like, go to a bigger arena. Mm-hmm. Something that can hold a thousand. Like the Impact Zone, it can hold a thousand people. This one is it's like squeezing in 300. I'm like, come on, we, you, you can do a little. For Impact 1000, why not go back to the 1000 arena in, in Florida and do it that way? I just don't know why. Honestly, I wouldn't even mind if. They keep the three hundred people. Just put them all on the same side of the ring, on the camera side, so we can see them. Something. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind if it's just one side of the ring. It's, it's like it's like, ladies, it's like you know you, you you go to a party and it's like you know you you late and you get there and you're like damn we early. Yes. That's what impact be like sometimes. You had some, like from the the clips and things that I've seen. It's just like mm, I wonder all the time how they still in business. I mean, folks, where's the lot? <laughs> He's still looking for it, I heard. So, how are we going to close out this thing here is that we got to talk about, in what my personal opinion, the GOAT. We got to talk about my favorite wrestler of all time, and that's Kurt Angle. Peacock. Who was your favorite wrestler was Coco Beware? Oh, <laughs> Wasn't even remotely funny. No, no. <laughs> you just came at that. Oh, your face. Hey, it's fine. Her favorite wrestler is Christian, so you're eating. Hey, hey, man, come on with that. You, you did, you did, right? I'm saying. Keep that negativity Sle- over there. What are you talking about? Sleeveless turtlenecks? You don't like that? Christian said you was his number one peep. You do like peeps. I'm disgusted. Let's move on now. <laughs> so, uh, they've been doing, I, I know AEW, uh, AEW, A&E been doing these documentaries on the wrestlers. And they, they actually been pretty decent. But Peacock been doing their own special kind of documentaries licensed with WWE Studios. Mm-hmm. They did that Cody one. And I thought the Cody one was, was good. Like uh, Just like you said before, flair the dramatics. It's been, it's been an hour since you've been going. But that's yeah. too long to come back home. <laughs> Find the whole... Find the uh, Stardust boot in the sand. That man in, in was the desert. in the desert looking for Brandy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so sorry. But this one, uh, Kurt Angle took a just a different approach. He said, we're going to just give it to you raw. And Kurt was very open about giving it to it raw. And, which I was like, you know, sometimes a lot of times when people do these kind of documentaries and when you, when you have to talk about yourself in truth. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's really hard for us as human beings to do that. 
to basically admit where you was wrong and admit that you really brought pain to a lot of people and where people people may just try to gas you up because of who you are and be like no man I struggle hard I think that part of that I can't speak for this man but I would think that part of it may come from um, him doing the work to actually become and remain sober yeah because uh, a, a lot of work goes into that alone and confronting issues and demons that you may not know you had and maybe you do um, it's not easy but why so why be um, evasive about anything else at that point great word by the way uh, we get so y'all know Curtis is my, 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 truly is my favorite wrestler of all time I, in my opinion, he's a good. Yeah, you have The Rock, yeah, you have Stone Cold, you have those big top names. But when it comes for me, the Athletics, Kurt Angle's the number one motherfucker. None of them won a gold medal with a broken, broken freaking, freaking neck. neck. I have Kurt Angle's gold medal signed in that closet right there <laughs> and there. I did. Kurt Angle came, and I was not able to go see him. I, I, I wanted to go see him the first time when he was high. Oh. And, uh, and, 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 um, That's horrible. And I of This was years ago. Obviously, yeah, yeah. This, this this was he was still in TNA because he's been sober for what did it say seven years? Yeah, good for him. Oh yeah, so yeah, this, this, this was almost this was this happened. This was a 2016 when I went to go see him. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and I went him and he went and signed my belt. How how is mine? So the second time when he was doing better, uh-huh. and I think he was still kind of working with, with WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to uh uh the um. Icons of wrestling. He went to Icons? He was working for WWE? The Hardy Boys did the same thing. You know what? You're right. They did. They did. Especially when when they they did that merging with Evolve. Is that the one where we 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 took the picture with them and the Double D Debris was behind us? Is that that one? With the Hardys? Yeah, they were sitting behind us. It's a possibility. You know, if anybody can sniff sniff out the Double D Debris, it's it's Chubbs. But... (laughs) (laughs) However, I wasn't able to go because Chubbs was uh, hooking that thing up. But he got me because they were selling uh, replica gold medals. Mm-hmm. So he got me uh, a set of gold medals that had Kurt Angle signed them, Jones. Dump some bitches in the closet right now. That's so, nice. It is. Good and, friends. Yeah, so I was beyond ecstatic. So, yes, Kurt Angle's my favorite. So when, it, when I seen this documentary, I said, well, we're going to have to jump up on this. And... Uh, learn a lot of you know. First of all, the first hour of the documentary I think is perfection in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. The first hour is just basically talking about Kurt Angle growing up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's not that far from us mm-hmm. uh, on that uh, on because we're here in Philly. About six hours. Yeah. So him growing up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, him having a house full of boys and one sister, mm-hmm. uh, his dad being strict, a functioning alcoholic, and a construction worker. That's wild. And they say, yeah. didn't they say he was in the service too? Yeah. That had to be a rough house. Well, like, seriously. He, he said that, that, that man was telling, he said the only person that they seen his dad hug was, was, their, was their sister, who was the baby girl, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll tell you, girls do things to men. Trust me, I, I'm a girl dad too. So, I I see these things. But they talked, they, they, they focused on that and they focused on his amateur wrestling career, the Olympic trials and, and some things. And there's some things that 
I know because you was busy doing your hair that you missed. They, they got a lot of good information that was in there. Mm-hmm. They touched on uh, the trauma. One of his first big losses was losing his dad mm-hmm. when he was 16, with his dad being a construction worker. And he's a, as a functioning alcoholic as well. That he had a fall. That sounded hard. Just the way that his brother like described it, I was yeah. like, that sounds horrendous. It, it kind of reminds because these things have kind of like even when um, Otis's son. Was, I knew was you working. was going to say that because I was trying so hard to hold it in. Well, when old son fell off three floors, I'm like, these things happen. Like, obviously, we don't hear much about them, but these things be happening, and it'd be so very unfortunate. Y'all try to make a joke out of it. I'm not, I'm making, not a making a joke. Uh, that's not funny. It's just, you know what I think of as soon as you say something about yes. his son. Yeah, absolutely. But oh, God. It, it was said and talked, and just hearing his mom like demand for him to come back before they pulled the plug and say yeah. I will be the wife you want me to be I was like that's, that's wild that's a rough thing to yeah I don't know if I could be the doctor in that situation it's like you sitting there waiting to pull the plug out the wall and even if you're just out in the hallway kinda, I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna go back in there right now it's, like, it's kind of like say it just crushed Kurt and his sister took it very hard those are things that was just bothering him but he put all his energy into football. He ended up being a good fullback. He had a good game when the school was starting. But then the, the wrestling took over. And he was really into the amateur wrestling. Got into the wrestling. And I saw, I saw this is where the meat and potatoes was when it came to uh, Kurt Angle. I like how uh, he was talking about when he got, you know, when he was coaching and the different things that he was looking for. And then he uh, went, we, we got. The Fox Catcher Wrestling, uh, yes, organization here that that, that was um, run by um, John Dupont, John of Dupont. the Dupont family of Delaware. Yes, who uh, billionaires? Who, yeah, who, who got money? Big money, ain't no taxes down there at, at all. They they and they just brought in the best wrestling uh, athletes, and then David Schwartz was one of the wrestlers that, that that they brought in. David Schultz. David Schultz. Excuse me, my apologies. David Schultz was the one when they when they brought it. They actually made a movie. I've seen it. Yeah, I seen it. Cause when I seen it, I seen his name coming. I was like, I feel like I know this name. Mm -hmm. Please tell me this is not going where I think it's going. It it was going where I thought it was going. Yeah, but now just a quick question: Did you even know Kurnick was a part of that? No, I did not. I did not know he was a part of that. But I knew once they started talking, I was like, this man didn't been through all the stuff. Yeah, Jesus already. He ain't even like Mm -hmm. twenty yet. But David Schultz, uh, because in the, Mark Ruffalo played him in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> what's his face played? His Dupont. brother. Oh, uh, uh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, well we, we we know. Um, Steve Carell. Steve Carell played Dupont. And Chain Tatum was David Schultz. His brother. His brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Tatum. But he was talking about how great David Schultz was as a coach. He went and learned seven different languages so he can learn wrestling in those different cultures so you can universally be knowledgeable about wrestling that is dedication it is and he said one of the best coaches he he had he said that when he was uh teaching him some things he they would slow down to show Kurt and he realized that he couldn't keep up so he had to get his conditioning up mm. so Kurt talked about the workouts that this man used to do the insane workout he would run six miles then he would do uh, 200 uh, yard hill sprints w- with carrying somebody on his shoulders. How dog? And then he would do a hundred yard uh, 
yard hill splits without somebody on the shoulders. Then run back home, get on the exercise bike. Then he would wrestle for about two hours. No, he would work on technique of wrestling for one hour and then wrestle uh, different different fresh wrestlers part of camp for two hours. It just gets worse and worse the more you say. Like, yeah. <laughs> it escalates. Like, straight athlete. With, That's with, insanity. But, but he, he caught, like I said, it was exhaust training where it's like, you, when you get exhausted, that's when the workout begins. Because he wanted to do it. He did all that 28 days a month for a couple years. To get himself... Absolutely in, not. To get himself in tip-top condition to be able to do the Olympic trials and to go on to the Olympics. Because he figured that when it comes to uh, having this kind of body... And even being somebody that can move like a, like a lead by like, like David Schultz was, was that I may not be as strong as some of these people out here, but I will be, they'll get tired and I will never get tired. Yeah. So, Doing all of that, I just guess not. They even talked about some of his rivalry with uh, Sylvester Turkey. For those who don't know who was who was part of WWE, who he was signed with Elijah Burke on the on his on the ECW brand back in 2006. So, uh, so I was like, I was good bringing that up, and he, he talked about the little rivalry that they had and how Kurt Kurt won those matches. They also go then they go into how explaining how the Olympic trials work. Yeah. And uh, now this part I did see a little bit of. Yeah, and talked about how uh, when he was going against I forgot the guy's name. I had it I written on my phone, but my phone was charging. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he was going for like a rollover and trying to protect his face, being a break of his neck. They, they showed the clip. You can see with it, like the neck break. Yeesh. And he gets up and he just thinks like you know he cracked or something like that, and he doesn't know what's really going on. He says he he just he just hears all these crackings going down his neck. Ooh. Mm. Like, like oh that. God! I'm sorry. Ooh. You alright, Ransom? No, just. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no, cause you know how when you see something happen and you immediately it's like you feel it in that body yeah. part. You're like, ooh, my neck. Ooh, oh, so he goes over and then the trainer, like, kind of starts trying to crack his neck to see if he's like out of place. And he's like, he just feels shooting pain going down his spine. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think. Let's hope you feel like that. Let's not crack my neck anymore. No, don't make it worse. Yeah, exactly. But see, they, they know it was a broken neck. I mean, obviously, yeah. but still, no, thank you. And he said he couldn't he could feel anything and that he was just trying to kind of like escape from the matchup, but he ended up winning that matchup. And then he uh, goes to the chiropractor and gets x-rays, and he says he had four vertebrae. He went to the chiropractor? At first, and then he got x-rays to see what's going on. He, they was like, you know, you know your neck broke, right? Bro, the way I just—why was everybody so casual? Like, ball was shady. He was like, "Listen, you gotta have a neck to break." And he ain't got no neck. And I'm yes. like, "Bro, yes. why you coming at this man's neck like this? It's still broke." Yeah, it's. I mean, but okay. Kurt, Kurt got 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 one of power necks, and then uh, what did Stone Cold say? He had a neck like a cobra. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, who the fuck says that about somebody? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it, it's true. Uh, he, 
at first he didn't want to go through, through the fight. He's like, man, I'll just get second and go to the Olympics as being second. But the thing is, if they, they explain the Olympic trials, if you don't win the Olympic trials, you got to go through a tournament, you right? Go to the tournament to go to the final. Way. You so better said, wrestle your ass off, sir. So he went with that one. I forgot, I forgot, the black wrestler. I forgot what his name is. And then uh, when they go to the Olympic trials, there's this guy that has the last name of Kane, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, if he didn't hurt you, he makes sure you remember his name. He goes after the injury. So, what in the karate kid? Yeah, so yeah, you must, you must miss this part. So, he was saying that they would shoot him up with 12 needles of Novocaine. Yeah, I saw neck. that because I was yeah. just like, How is this legal? Ex- exactly, the 90s, right? The bruh. So, he uh was um, he couldn't feel anything, but when he was wrestling this guy, you just see the guy wrenching down his neck because everybody knew his neck was broke. And it was just, it was. Just no, insane. we gotta fight for real after this. I don't mean in the ring. I don't yeah. mean on the floor. I mean like one, two, meet me outside. Exactly. Uh, now I know I took the gun a little bit, but I was just bringing that up because also is his coach David David Schultz gets killed by John Dupont, gets yes. shot and murdered on the because John Dupont was not well. He wasn't at all. And they actually did that. If y'all want to see. Doc, they did. They did. A, they did a ESPN there's 30 the for 30. There's the movie and there's the documentary about yeah. it. Yeah, he, he he was not well at all, and ended up shooting and killing that man. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it just it was just very sad and very unfortunate. After talking about, oh, he's not so bad. He's I guess he thought he was just blowing smoke. Yeah. I'm like, no, that guy, he did not seem all there. Yeah, and I, and you got him guns to the property. I'm like, no, bro, I got the. Um, I'm going next one. We're going to Acme. And I ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how it is. But he found them in the driveway, though. Like, it's not even like they were having some kind of active altercation. He just yeah. rolled up to his house. Horrible. I'm sorry. But, yes, he he was murdered by John DuPont. Yeah. And so, they already put a very hurt on Kurt Angle. Because now, because that was his coach. And that was... It was by a trainer, and, and, and Nancy, his wife, because Kurt said, take me off the, the, the Fox Country program. I don't want that blood money. Yeah. As that, mm-mm. I think I would have been like, I, it's hard to say what you would really do in that situation, yeah. but I feel like I would <clears throat> feel the same and be like, mm, I don't think I want to be a part of this, because this seems... Exactly. Mm-mm. But Nancy hurt, got wind of it, and which is David Schultz's wife, and she was... Great, and she said we got some other companies just looking for, looking as a sponsor. It's going to be for the Olympics, and we want to create the David uh, Schultz Wrestling Club, and we want you to be the first member. And Kurt, and he did it, and he and he did it. So <clears throat> yeah, so that's how involved Kurt Angle was involved in this whole Foxcatcher thing. Mm-hmm. Believe you know, believe it or not. But now you go back to fast forward to the Olympics when he had to go face the, this this Iranian guy, big brawly guy, and they was dead tight. In this in, in in this matchup, to, to they, it went like to like a little bit like overtime. Overtime in 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 in, in amateur wrestling, I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, I'm just being out. I don't know what that is. But I don't either. It is, but uh, I learned more about like actual like wrestling yeah. in this than I think I've ever seen anywhere. I I had no idea how any of this worked. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, she um. He goes and then he can get him down the mat and wins the gold medal. 
and it, it was it, it was good. Like you know, say it, it was emotional. You see him win the gold medal. Like and Kurt takes that thing very seriously. And I, I don't blame him. Shit, I, you know what? It's kind of like you know with, with Carmelo Anthony was saying. Like you know, I ain't win no championship. But I got that gold medal at the house. And I'm like, you know what? Especially after seeing USA basketball losing losing in the, in the FIBA to qualify. Get murked. Like, I'm I, so like sorry. Said. That was not. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Uh, that don't look. That don't look. You know, the, the, I would like to have a gold medal, being that tip top athlete. But and it's not just a gold medal. It was a gold medal which with the neck and the. That's just. Whew, that's a lot. Yeah. So. Now he's figuring out like, like what to do, but then he goes and catches out WWF at the time, and Vince actually gives him a call and wants to sign him. Now they didn't say it's a documentary, but due to research, they wanted to sign him to a ten-year, five million dollar contract where he would make five hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay. Yeah, and uh, uh it was was a year, and then uh. It'll, yeah, it'll end up being five million dollars. So mm-hmm. he turned it down. Mm-hmm. And now the funny thing is, Mark Henry didn't turn his down because Mark Henry got that. Mark Henry is a silver medalist. He didn't mm-hmm. win gold. He won silver. Mm-hmm. But Vince loves his American Olympians. So <laughs> they offered Mark Henry a ten-year, uh, what was. Uh, Three million, some of that million contract where it was like he got paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. And he took that. Oh. Kurt like, no, I'm not taking that. But then he started really watching the guy, the Stone Cold Steve Austin, and said, "Hey, I'm sitting right there. These guys making money doing all this. Why can't I do that?" So he even called Vince back and said, "Hey, is that deal still on the table? I can come back and do that." Or he called Jr. and Jr. said, "No, <laughs> you got to try like everybody else." Jesus. So Kurt Angle tries out, and he—that's rough. Yeah, I mean it is, but he—he he, he turned it down. He turned it down, but then he comes in, and I remember that debut thing with Taz. Now, when it comes to the WWE part, it kind of just kind of compressed this thing. They did. They did yeah. very much. Yeah. Did they compress like okay his debut and stuff that he was and how he was as a character? He picked it up very very fast and all that stuff. They they did all that. They did all that stuff. They didn't really want to get to like drugs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they was like, we need a nice section at the end for the drugs. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. There was a thing where it was just like, hey, uh, 2003, he is on Brock Lesnar's back on No Way Out, and Brock Lesnar runs him to the corner. You see his neck snap. And you see that he, bro- he broke his neck. He found a doctor, Steve Austin's old doctor, I believe was, that was able to like remove the damage vertebrae and let the neck heal but Kurt will come back in like a couple months and then Brock Lesnar hit him with a chair he broke his neck again third neck break the, the second one WWE does the same kind of surgery again mm-hmm. comes back Wrestlemania 20 mm-hmm. Eddie Guerrero gives him a DET he breaks his neck again bro like and then he does the same thing again and comes back and then a match of Randy Orton, I believe it was, and breaks his neck a fourth time. Bruh. Four neck breaks in two years. I'm not ever going to say something to like, I, I don't have the right language here, but I want to say justify being on 
prescription drugs, like mm. addicted to them. But my God, on today, if I broke my neck four times in in two years, uh, no, bro, I'm t- I'm popping everything like candy. That sounds it, horrible. It it was horrible, and funny you broke the candy part. But uh, he was, and Vince McMahon was just like, no, you got you take time off, okay? To get this done the, the right Please. way, but. But the fusion next surgery take take takes a while because also was out for a year, and Kurt didn't want to be out for that long, so he was just popping pills, the Vicodin and stuff like that. They, Vicodin. Vicodin, excuse me. He would take four, then after a month later, boost up to eight, and then just keep adding to it so you can just be able to feel because your body's was built at that tolerance for it yep. to the point where this is to cut a long story short, the man was up to sixty five pills. A day. He said he's buying thirteen. Was it a month? Thirteen hundred pills a month. Yes. And had his little Mexican connect. You know, had the drug dealers and sitting there and put like the money aside. I need the fifteen hundred to go to, 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 to get these pills. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Like he said, he had a schedule for when he would call people to get refill prescriptions. I'm like, my God, like this is a full time job. It is. To the point where he said that Vince had to go to rehab, and then he said he quit. Now, the more behind the scenes on that is, Vince McMahon was like, I'm not going to have a dead Olympic gold medalist die on WWE's watch. You got to go. Jesus Christ. I mean, Vince not going to be that subtle. So then, he didn't believe he had a problem. He went to Dixie Carter TNA, and TNA. And they took him, you know, okay. This speaks to what Prime was saying earlier. Part of this is y'all's fault. If you take people who are currently, like, visibly on something Mm -hmm. and let them go work. Yeah. How dumb. I I mean, it is. But, like I say, if if he would take it up to be fuck shit. But then, well, once again, his personal life in TNA was a debacle. He got divorced. He was on on the perks. His look just looked. Completely different. He just changed. He did. Bad. He did not look like himself at all. It, it, uh, I mean, there's there, there some. If you type in Perk Angle, which has been the meme going around, and you type in images, you can see like some of the shit looks scary. Mm. It actually looks quite scary. But his in ring work never suffered. That's. He's, I'm not. I don't want to say commendable. Like I don't want to say that because don't do that. But that's insane. Yeah, I mean, cause he still had excellent matches with AJ Styles and Jeff Jarrett and Abyss. And he was still do, doing great stuff. In the 11 years that he was there, still had an awesome body work, and his body work never suffered. But he was just bad. Bad off going out TNA, and now he started mixing the pills with alcohol. Which is, to me, just crazy. And then started getting DUIs, and Kurt Angle was just... Was just Bad off, and his wife. That man was crying on the television. I'm like, stop crying and just get it together. Hey, yeah, he wasn't the only one because his sister had a drug problem, mm. and she went through three failed marriages. She just she was going through a lot also, and especially you know seeing her dad die like in the way that he did die. Mm-hmm. That I know that probably didn't help the problem at all. And I was thinking that same thing. I was like, the way they described. How she reacted when the dad passed. I was like, this had to be, like, the impetus. Like, this had to be what made her say, I can't. Yeah, I just can't. Yeah, I just can't just just stay here and tolerate this. And she was 
Then you say it was like three bad. Imagine that. Like you lose your dad, and then you go through three bad marriages. marriages. That's like, crazy. That, that, that is that, that, that's a lot. She was in debt, and, and Kurt was sending her money, but she used all the money on drugs. So mm-hmm. then Kurt gave her ultimatum. So you got to move back up here to Pittsburgh because she was in Texas. And you got to move back up here to Pittsburgh with mom, and I'll take care of all your debt. He paid the thirty-five thousand dollars in debt that she was in. And Bruh. and thinks he'll be working out for a while, but then she relapsed and she went back on there. And he says, "Look, if you don't don't uh, get clean, we, I'm not talking to you ever again." And she did not. She didn't get clean, and she ended up uh, dying of a heroin overdose. Eight months. Eight months later, right on the night before he had to go and have an Iron Man match with Brock Lesnar in 2003. I remember that match. That was a damn good match too. But, and just seeing the pain that was on his face. And I was like, that's just heavy. That's very heavy. You lost your dad. You lost your coach. Mm -hmm. You lost your sister. Mm -hmm. You got a broken neck that that just can't be healed the right way. Yeah, your first wife left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't get to that with the dad. They did not talk about her at all. Like, completely skipped. Like, I was... I was a little afraid they wasn't even gonna talk about the 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 um, first batch of kids. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I hit the microphone. Yeah. So his drug problem just gets worse, and then and Gianna's wife was when he was in jail called her and says, "Look, we give you one more chance, but if you keep doing this, me and the kids is out of here." And you got to just just threaten them with the kids, and he had to work to really try to get his his life back. Mm-hmm. And like I said. It's been hard. He was talking about him going to withdraw. He went to withdraw for five days. My thing, though, the crazier part of that was him saying that he woke up every morning in withdrawal and was just taking, like, 20 pills. Yeah, on the side. Yeah. That's that's insane. I'm, like, going through withdrawal. First of all, I have never been on those kind of drugs to the point where I've been so dependent. I, I got to go through withdrawal. Yeah. And by... Uh, I've read about. I've seen people. I just said it just looks like an uh, experience that I do not ever, ever want to experience. No, I never want to experience that kind of stuff. And to go for it, go through it for five days when your body is really just like I. I need this stuff. Mm-hmm. I need this stuff, and you guys just give me some kind of so I can just function because I've been so dependent on it up to up to so far. That's just that's just crazy. Five days is crazy. That's I mean that might be typical. Um, cause I'm, you know, not a person who deals with addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but five days seems incredibly long. It does. But he did end up getting cleaned back up, got to the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. He had his retirement match against Corbin, should have been seen it. I'm not getting into it. And overall, I just think that it was a really well done documentary. Same. I said this when we finished sometimes i think less is more like just keeping it simple you just have folks that talking heads coming and talking about you you talking about you and your family i I think that was the simple approach worked very well for this yeah no I, i i agree and i'd also just think you know humility and being open about your struggles Mm-hmm. For me, that's always the one because I'm always somebody who tries to talk about. Look, I try to preach that you know, own your shit. If you're wrong, you're wrong, and mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You got to own up to that, and because people are gonna make mistakes, so you should you should do that. 
So I recommend anybody go out there and check out that Kurt Angle documentary. It's, it's really good. You can learn a lot from it. So where is streaming? Yeah. Oh, it's true. Oh, it's streaming on Peacock. Yes, I'm, I'm telling you for the. Oh, oh yeah, for the Peacock. But it's true. It's damn true. It's damn true. All right, guys. So that's the end of our podcast. Make sure you guys check out the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. And Drunk Off Silver Tongues. Also, make sure you guys check out Prime and Lee Boy TVs, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast as well. And we're going to be getting up out of here. Hopefully, we'll see you guys next week uh, for the next episode where we can, we can reveal points uh, for the fantasy draft. So make sure you guys stay tuned for all that stuff. There's a lot of things you got to calculate and everything like that. But I appreciate you guys being with us so far. So once again, this is NC, the place we chill to Mr. Andy. Uh, it ain't Dion since Dion, the real Dion, busy right now. But you know, prime time, but you know, and he, he he had to step off. And the great sketch, lady sketch. The great sketch, lady sketch. Oh, it's been real. Yeah, and Flow, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be a sincere